0: Hi everybody, welcome back. Um, we made it through our happy hour in Ooh, one piece, even whoop. though I about fell over a chair trying to do my dance on Instagram. Well. We're glad to have you with us at our Stuck in the Middle podcast. Where we
1: ain't young, but we ain't dead.
0: <laughs> Yet. Yeah. We say that every week, but Julie, I'm not doing another TikTok challenge with you. Yet. I I just have to preface you know our challenge and julie's the winner and i have to say that my tiktok got yanked down oh gosh oh what is this hairdo doing well i just it's got right it done then. but listen mine got yanked down because of some copyright infringement bs and then my daughter had to redo it and she did not get my dance moves to go with the music so i'm off my filter okay, okay. Just so you know, and you didn't cheer for me in the background. You made me look like I was doing a goddamn blank strip tease dance to silence. Okay, listen, everybody.
1: Her thing got yanked down maybe for two minutes. So she could go ahead and make all the excuses she was because we all know how competitive she
0: is. But I won. I want. Yay, Julie, did. I was cheering for you. I how was Well, how many for times you. did you go like your TikTok and try to share your own? T- I don't I, even get on TikTok. I did. I don't even know I how to do TikTok. it. I did. See, you know how to do all the behind the scenes things to boost your little post and stuff. <laughs> I did not
1: boost my post. That's just because everybody liked me. They, they liked didn't. my dance.
0: You so did it, a good job. It's
1: my favorite part
0: FYI, everybody, <laughs> of my
1: whole video it's not of me it's her dying laughing in the background <laughs> every time i've listened to it i laugh and laugh at tracy laughing at me and then it was a hoot i loved it I i'm loved, not
0: doing it again uh, I, I was trying to look like a TikTok girl in my outfit and everything well, trying to be spoofy
1: it was that whole john deere spoofy and
0: or goofy but, uh, anyway, okay. you're perfectly imperfect, you know, you you won fair and square, you did your, you practiced, I didn't, I just let my yeah. legs oh, do the moving. I learned
1: the dance, somebody else did not, she, as a matter of fact, Tracy told me, she says, Julie, I just can't do that count, I just... Don't do the count. That's shit. I can't
0: do it. And again, I can't wait because we have a great episode tonight for you guys. Yeah. Um, we're doing the Enneagram, and I don't know if any of you have really heard about this, but it's mainly like a major personality test that they give you in your um, workplace a lot of times. Um, probably uh, marriage counseling, if I had to guess, relationships, relationships. Um just it basically gives mm-hmm. a great overview of what makes us all tick as individuals. Yeah. And what our personal it's a personality quiz. And you and I have both done it.
1: Yes, we both have. And um
0: so we're excited to delve into it. Yeah. Because I think it speaks a lot to who we, again, are. Who we are and our who personalities and like you say, prepping for things versus Mm -hmm. Flying off the cuff and, you know, the whole nine yards, right?
1: Mm -hmm. That's true. That is true. But
0: before we start, I just have to let everybody see these beautiful FSU earrings. We finally, we, we pulled it out this past week barely i don't know if you watched the game you were in the keys with your cousin's weekend having a blast in the pool and i was screaming my head off at the television but these earrings my niece is actually selling on facebook and her facebook page is sophia jade and i got the cutest halloween earrings that i'll wear soon too from her they're very reasonably priced but um hit my niece up noel And order some really cute jewelry. I'm
1: going to order some. Yeah, they're cute. They're all different
0: ones. But I wore these tonight because I do have on my gray shirt. Kind of for my FSU leftover weekend. I didn't go to the game. I just watched it. But anyway.
1: And I have a wide and... That is after Labor Day, and guess what? We live in Florida, I don't care. And
0: you're tan. And I'm
1: tan. Yeah, because you, you
0: know what? You were beaching it all flipping weekend in the Keys. I with was. a drink in your hand and yes. your butt in the pool. Till dark, <laughs> till after dark.
1: I mean, I we didn't even care. Whatever.
0: That's so fun. Those are the best, best weekends right there. A lot good. of
1: laughs, a lot of drinks. Then and I'm sure time. you got
0: to relax your muscles after all those dance moves you did last week I, for our TikTok challenge. I did. I mean, <laughs>
1: honest to God, I even took my heating pad down to the keys with me because I was like, damn, I, said, <laughs> I sent you a, a text by mistake and I said, my butt cheeks are sore and my legs are sore. I think it's from all that swimming, which we did not swim. But maybe no, it was the, from
0: you going up and down and doing your cha-cha and all that Okay. stuff. Uh, somebody had to whip it. <laughs> whip it good. <laughs> Alright. Well, right. listen. Let's get into it. So. Okay. Um, Show them your notes. Everybody. Yes, everybody. I'm trying to change and be more like Julie. Maybe I'll win a competition. You have oh, one, no. but she took
1: notes and she is prepared, so I'm letting her lead it.
0: Okay. Well, can I have your phone because my notes are on your phone yeah. just because we use my phone to record. And I want to kind of go over um, basically... Enneagram, like I told you, it is basically just a personality test, like we talked about. Mm-hmm. And you ba- you fall into nine different categories of personality types, okay? But mm-hmm. of those nine, and we'll delve into them, and we'll talk about our own personality types. Um, maybe, I don't know if we should do it at, the, maybe at the end, what we well, each register. Know. We'll see.
1: We'll just go with it. But
0: them. anyway, um, out of the nine personality types you fall into three main categories okay and it's the heart types and we're, we're going to get into those the head types and the body types and just a hint you and i both fell into body types which is it's it, they fit our personalities actually quite well mm-hmm. so let's delve into the heart types okay the categories of the one through nine that fall into it, for the, you guys that are probably the head types that have to have everything or know the number nines, the perfectionist type, mm-hmm. like Julie, <laughs> they're not going to be in order, okay? So don't let that stress you out, okay? Because we're starting with the heart types. The heart types, basically, they work off of emotion first, okay? There's three categories that go into the heart types. The number two, which is the giver, The number three, which is the Achiever. And the number four, which is the Individualist. So, the number two personality type is, let me just get to it and I'm sorry, I've got to find it. Under the different Enneagram types, again, under the Heart type, they depend on their emotional intelligence to understand their own reactions and connect with others. So, the first one of that group is what I've already said, the Type 2, which is the Giver. And the twos want to be liked and find ways that they can be helpful to others so that they belong. This type fears being unlovable. And um, what else can I tell you about a type two? Basically, the key personality traits of a type two. And by the way, you can go online and take this test for free if you uh-huh. just Google Enneagram free test and it takes you about what 15 minutes it's just like 30 questions but we're not type two no 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 i'm just going through the categories we're on the first one of the heart part of the nine okay Okay. heart head and body okay Okay. so So for type two again it's the giver and um their key personality traits are a warm smile and eyes approachable they radiate kindness they're usually a volunteer or an activist, exceptional team player, caring and gentle, nurturing and patient, We're smooth not that. flowing movement. So obviously we are not in that category of the giver, but that is just it in a nutshell. Um, their biggest fear, their deepest fear is being alone and unloved. And they cope with this fear by taking care of others and making themselves central to other people's lives.
1: Okay. The
0: giver, their core motivation, they want to feel love and appreciated, which motivates them to express love towards others in their words and actions. So truly a giver, you know. I would I bet my sister would probably fall into oh, this category
1: Lisa if I had to guess. Sure, but
0: that's just sure. me. And again, I'm not a you know psychologist or anything. But I'm just trying to think of people off the top of my head I think that she would fall would. into that. Definitely. Okay. The other heart type um is the achiever. Okay. And that is the type three. And threes want to be successful and admired by people and are very conscious of their public image. Type 3's fear failure and not being seen as valuable to other by other people. So they're the achiever. So basically they distinguish themselves through productivity and success, but they still value their relationships. They are confident and put together and with a winning charisma that draws others to them. So their key personality traits for a type three is acutely aware of social niceties, impressive range of accomplishments, extremely busy and on the go. They may have interest in improvisation or acting, refined taste and outer appearance, and charismatic, making a good first impression. Okay. Um, basically, their deepest fear is being insignificant or a failure. Mm. To cope with this fear, they look for ways to win in life, reassuring themselves that they're valuable. Their motivation is for need for attention and admiration. They strive to be successful and significant to avoid feeling worthless. Okay, Um, I'm I could see me in there a little bit, but I'm I'm definitely not an achiever. So that's not me. Yeah. Then type four, and this is the last one of the heart category, is the individualist. They want to be unique and experience deep authentic emotions. Type fours fear they are flawed and are overly focused on how they are different from other people. Hmm again they're the individualists. so maybe you like your artsy type well we'll see we'll see um they have a relentless drive for authenticity and they want to be seen and accepted for who they are and expressing themselves through creativity is key to their well-being so i could see like an artist or musician um again they are deeply connected with their emotions making them compassionate original thinkers who are not biased by the expectations of others. So definitely like a free spirit, right? Mm-hmm. Um, their key personality traits are distinctive inner and outer presentation, prominent artistic outlet, okay, quirky and endearing. So look, I didn't even read this. Mm-hmm. Um, melancholic expression, strong sense of identity, may feel a sense of emptiness, and passionate about self-expression. Like you know who comes to my mind? Who? Robin Williams. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I don't know why, but that's just my that's, thing. Yeah. Um, I again, see. I could be wrong. Deepest fear is that they are flawed and are missing out on some basic aspect of happiness that other people have access to. To cope with this fear, they amplify what is different and special about themselves, looking for a niche in which they can truly be appreciated. And mm-hmm. their motivators... They're motivated by desire to express their individuality and to be unique by being creative. So, there you have that. Mm -hmm. So, that is your first category of personalities, which is, again, the heart types, okay? Now, we're going to go to the head types of an Enneagram okay okay these are the people that react with analysis first oh. so complete opposite of me,
1: Come, me and too. You too. Complete opposite.
0: they connect with other people on an intellectual level <laughs> i don't even know what that means and make sense of the world by understanding the systems and theories that under i'm already tired in this category what they observe They're primarily focused on control, which they gain by maintaining stability, security, and competence. Okay, I can tell you right now. That is... That is... I can tell you my daughter Hayden will fall into this category, and I can tell you my husband Mike will fall into this category. So I'm obviously very attracted to this type of personality Mm -hmm. but it's complete opposite of me so
1: too and that's both my kids and my husband all all of them with that and it is now sydney i'm
0: gonna figure out i don't know if i've found her yet but we'll see but type five the investigator fives yeah okay okay five seek understanding and knowledge and are more comfortable with data than people (laughs) than other people the biggest fear of a type five is being overwhelmed by their own needs or the needs of other people okay their main um again they're the investigators, so they direct their energy inward expanding their intellect so that they can see large complex issues with clarity in precision. Fives enjoy deepening their understanding of the world and play a key role in the intellectual advancement of society. Oh boy. Their key personality traits are, they appear to be lost in thought or absent-minded. They have in-depth knowledge on specific subjects of interest. They give insightful, well-thought-out responses. They think extensively before speaking. Golly, this is so opposite of my personality. That me too. They have clear boundaries between family, friends, and work, and they're withdrawn and extremely independent. So, basically, they're also defined by their desire to conserve their energy and to avoid being drained by the engagement of the outside world. They focus on being knowledgeable and competent so that they can be as self-sufficient as possible.
1: Not me. Their
0: deepest. Fears Are being overwhelmed by their own needs um, and the needs for others of others to cope with this fear they withdraw from relationships and maintain a minimalistic lifestyle focusing on intellectual as an escape from the demands of the world.
1: I don't know. Do you
0: know anybody? I'm like thinking that? Hayden, maybe, but we'll see. Yeah, she I may know. fall into another one here, but I, I can see, see a them. lot of her in this one. Okay. Her motivations. Um I say her. <laughs> like she's I don't know. She has probably done this test. But anyway, um, core motivations are motivated by the desire to be competent and possess a strong understanding of the environment, which she kind of is that way, and it drives them to nearly a constant state of learning and knowledge accumulation. Mm -hmm. So that's your type five, okay? Okay. We're on the first category of the head, okay? Even though it's not number one, that's number five. Now we're on number six, or type six, the skeptic okay this i can tell you is my husband mike owens and i can't wait to delve into it (laughs) sixes are preoccupied with security seek safety and like to be prepared for problems for the type six the greatest fear is being unprepared and unable to defend themselves against danger Well, we'll see i don't know um they seek to gain security and avoid risk Once they ally themselves with people and institutions they trust, they make excellent team players who are well-liked, loyal, and detail-oriented. Sixes work hard to protect their colleagues, friends, and loved ones by staying alert and vigilant, (laughs) anticipating and preparing for what could go wrong. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. That's my husband. (laughs) The key personality traits are strong identification with a social group, organized and well-liked, good at managing finances, excellent team player, belongs to a tight-knit group of friends, clear communicators, detail-oriented, and precise. Sixes are defined by their desire for safety and security, and they seek to anticipate and avoid risk. Their deepest fear is being unprepared and unable to defend themselves from danger. To cope with this fear, they attempt to be prepared for every possible turn of events. Their core motivation is... The need for safety and security. They seek support and reassurance from others and are extremely loyal to people and groups they trust. I don't think that is so much, Mike. You
1: know, I honestly, I, I could take a little piece out of all of them. I
0: think. Yeah, let's see what type seven is. This is the last of the head group. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, the enthusiast. Enthusiast. <laughs> Enthusiastic. The Enthusiasts. Sevens want to have as much fun and adventure as possible and are easily bored. Type sevens fear experiencing emotional pain, especially sadness, and actively seek to avoid it by staying busy, basically. Um, So they're they're relentlessly curious and optimistic, eager to get the most out of life. Focusing, they try to avoid negativity, and pain, focusing their energy on finding pleasure and excitement. Sevens get along well with others at work and home because they're highly productive, non-judgmental, and have an effective, positive energy. I don't know if I know anybody in that category. (laughs) Sevens are defined by their desire to experience everything life has to offer while avoiding pain and boredom. They appear to others to be lively, fun, and hedonistic. They're usually very busy people. Maybe Mastella is this one. Very busy people who bounce from one activity to another. Well, she's a baby. In their quest to squeeze every possible bit and enjoyment out of life. She's a baby. Their deepest fear is getting stuck in a rut and missing out on the good life. I might fall into this one. They cope with this fear by constantly seeking out exciting, novel, and fun experiences. Their core motivations are, more than anything, they want to avoid feeling bored, sad, or uninspired. I don't fit that category anymore. I have done nothing for two weeks and just enjoyed every minute of it. Okay. I
1: like being bored. Okay,
0: now we're on our little section, Jules. The body types of an Enneagram. And by the way, Enneagram, can you spell that for everybody? I want you to be a part of this today, too. Right there. Thank you.
1: It's E-N-N-E-A-G-R-A-M.
0: Enneagram.
1: <laughs> okay, perfect. I mean, I truly didn't know it, but go ahead.
0: I know, me neither, until this morning. Because, again, we're last minute. That's the way we roll. That's but right, we learned Sheila. something, see? Yeah, oh, I've yeah, learned a lot today, yeah. and I actually took the lead. Because you've been busy at your day job, Thank and right you. now I'm in between jobs. I know, so, so I get to be the investigator. I'm glad. So, We're the body types of an Enneagram. Body types react with instinctive gut feeling. They connect with other people based on their physical sense of comfort and make sense of the world by sensing their body's reaction to what is happening. Mm -hmm. You got that right. Got that right. The primary drive for this triad is to maintain their independence and limit control from outside influences. Mm -hmm. They respond by being either overly controlling, overly passive, or overly professionistic. Gina, I think this may fall into the passive-aggressive category that you so mention about myself every once in a while. Oh, yeah, we're calling so out names. that's all right. Um so the people that fall into this category are type eight, nine, and one. Okay. Um type eight is the challenger, okay? Eights see themselves as strong and powerful and seek to stand up for what they believe in. The greatest fear of a type 8 is to be powerless. So they focus on controlling their environment. So basically, the main characteristics of the challenger is um, they're not afraid to buck societal rules in pursuit of justice. They believe it is their job to combat oppression and stand up for those weaker than themselves. They make strong leaders who are assertive, goal-oriented, and resilient. The key personality traits are independent and self-sufficient, fierce and confident look, determination and stamina, very energetic and busy, fiery passions and power, stubborn and headstrong, and serious about control over the environment. I would maybe think Suzanne would fall in this category. I don't know. We'll see. Suzanne, you Mm -hmm. must take this test. Um, They're defined by the desire to be powerful and to avoid any vulnerability. They present a confident, assertive, and decisive image to others. AIDS can be argumentative and intimidating. It is important for them to stand up for what they believe in and to protect those that are weaker than themselves. I'm sorry. That's my friend. Their deepest fear is being vulnerable and powerless more than anything and cope with this fear by always being strong and in control. What motivates them are their desire to be independent and in control and they resist appearing to feel weak and reject any authority that restricts them. So again, I don't I mean there's certain categories of each, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Okay, then there's type 9, which would be my personality. The peacemaker, Oh, (laughs) Oh, don't let everybody fall on the floor on this this one. This is so hard. Oh, my gosh. Well, I don't know. I'm not so peacemaking lately. But nines are go with the flow and let the people around them set the agenda. I know my good friends will not agree with that. They say I'm passive aggressive, da-da-da-da-da. Type nines... Fear pushing people away by prioritizing their own needs, and they tend to be passive. I'm not passive, so I don't get that part. But anyway, um, the peacemakers, because they are defined by their desire to maintain inner and outer harmony, gentle and agreeable, nines are able to diffuse conflict and bring others together.
1: She tries. She does. That's one of her big goals. But
0: Go ahead. They are easy to be around and they are the glue in all the relationships. She's the glue. She's the glue. The key personalities of a type nine are calm, collected demeanor. That is not, I'm not calm. No. Ability to diffuse conflict with ease. I I do have that. Especially in work situations. I feel like I do. Okay. Um, I'm not going to say a zen-like presence. Mellow and soothing voice, absolutely not. No. Wide circle of acquaintances, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Generally liked by most people, I think so, yes, to my face yes. anyway. Fluid, slow movements and gestures. Okay, I really don't fit in this category. Wait, fluid, slow, j- no,
1: no. That that, I not don't
0: know. True. Okay. Nines are defined by their desire to maintain, I already said that. We don't like conflict and emotional disturbances, and I don't. Okay. I do not like conflict. Mm-hmm. I do not like mm-hmm. anything like that. Mm-hmm. I can challenge my really good friends, and I can be loudmouthed, but I am totally not up for conflict. Uh, me either. I want to uh-huh. run from it. Um, nines are rare, rarely rock the boat, but they can be stubborn. Oh yes, I'm a Capricorn too. So while they typically go with the flow, they dislike being controlled and will respond with passive aggressive. I mean, passive resistance. Well, pushed there too far. it is. The
1: cat's out the bag. Passive
0: resistance. It pushed too far. Ask Mike Owens about all that, and he will let you know. Uh-huh. Deepest fear is being too needy and thus pushing people away. They cope with this fear by submitting to the desires and agendas of the people around them, being agreeable in order to be included. Mm-hmm.
1: Kind of true. Mm-hmm. That is true about you.
0: Cause like y'all say, you see, I mean, I can try to find the good in everybody and I can see, I try to see their point of view, even if it's not my point of view, I try to put myself in their place, blah, blah, blah. Core motivations. We're motivated by the need for peace and harmony in their environment and the desires to avoid conflict and deal with unpleasant emotions. Yes, that Mm -hmm. is me. I do not like that at all. Right. Now we're getting to you. This is the last one of our group. Okay. And this is the last one of all the groups. Okay. The type one is the perfectionist. Ones place a lot of emphasis on following the rules and doing things correctly. I.e. learning the TikTok dance truly and not improvising. Type ones fear being imperfect and can be extremely strict with themselves and others. So true. Okay. So true about me. <laughs> um, they like to do things the right way according to their very high standards, and they work hard to avoid making mistakes. They are consistently motivated to be their best at work, in relationships, and their day-to-day lives. True. Your key personality traits, Julie... Serious and straightforward during conversation, which you are—you don't beat around the bush. Mm-hmm. Attuned to practicality and frugality, which I don't agree with the frugality no, I'm part. I'm not frugal at, at all. all. Even though you do like the goodwill, but that doesn't mean you're frugal. I, I know, know. I'm just saying maybe you got a touch of it, just maybe. And like we like shopping at Sheen.
1: Yes, and this is a Walmart. I okay, like so dress, not that we're frugal, but okay, uh, that's all right
0: we like everything hard working and diligent as employees mm-hmm. high internal standards yeah i'm the hardest on myself oh mm-hmm. rigidity in plans and decisions Intense ability to concentrate. Now, I I don't have that. I know you don't. I don't. I mean, that's (laughs) that
1: brain fog thing for menopause. That is not me. But
0: I thought this was interesting because it said a natural talent for teaching and instruction. And I mean, honestly, like, given your background in the school system and everything, Mm -hmm. that is kind of your. And I
1: taught swimming lessons. And you taught swimming lessons.
0: So definitely, I see that. Your type 1 likes to do things correctly and to high standards, are sticklers for the rules, and pay close attention to detail. I'm very
1: detailed. Oh gosh, and I'm I'm so not. Yeah.
0: I'm the opposite of that. Mm -hmm. Um, They also avoid making mistakes. To others, they can appear perfectionistic, responsible, and exacting. Boom. Boom. (laughs) Yes. Ones are typically sticklers for rules and details and get frustrated when things don't live up to their very high standards. Your deepest fear... Okay. ...is fear being bad people, morally flawed, otherwise seen as imperfect. They cope with this fear by being rigidly disciplined and very hard on themselves, and often those around them, too. Their core motivation is they strive to be good and honorable, and to live life with purpose. Mm
1: -hmm. They seek
0: the best and most correct way to do things. That is me. So that's me. There's so much more that goes into this, but I found it. Well, first of all, I find it interesting because I can kind of. I say I can pick people out. They may say you've lost your ever loving mind. I don't know, but I kind of feel like I can pick people's personalities out. Like, I can tell you for a fact, Sydney, I have to figure out which one she is. Mm-hmm. She might be the um, the giver. I don't know. I'd have to see.
1: I would have to. Honestly, I said uh, my kids, my husband, but I'd have to go back and really, I think, study it. But it is interesting because one thing I love is to see really what makes people tick, who they are. Like, I'm so interested in everybody's story because everybody has a story, yes. which kind of builds who you are, you know? Yes. So, So, um, I didn't have strict parents, but... I, I was an only child, so I am a perfectionist.
0: Well, and I think it's interesting that you and I both fall into that same body category where we go by gut and instinct. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things that kind of overlap because while I'm totally not a perfectionist, like mm-hmm. um, anything that has to do with fine detail or figuring out a process, i.e. truly, and I'm not being facetious, like even to get things posted up to TikTok and stuff, mm-hmm. I get so overwhelmed, I need things so simplified for me. Once I get it, I'm good, but I don't want to have to figure out and read. Like, I don't want to solve a puzzle. I I don't have any desire to put a flipping puzzle together. Now, I do play Candy Crush, but... I don't even do that. But I mean, like I, like I'm not that person. Like how some people have to sit until they finish a puzzle. Like that uh, would be my mind would want to explode. But that's well, probably more Hayden than Mike. Yeah, I'm, just I'm, saying. Not, I'm gonna walk away from. I'm that. walking away. I'm walking away. I'm walking away. But there's so many things that, like I know about us that our personalities are very, very similar. Very. And then there's a lot of things that we're not similar on right, at all. You right, know what I mean? Like right. so that's the slight change of one little category we both to the next. Have but we're in the same family it's, of
1: bodies. It's crazy because we both have the same phobias. Yes. We both Tracy and I are a lot alike, and we never really <laughs> even knew it. But yeah. I mean, we always
0: just yeah. clicked and yeah. got along. But
1: yeah, um, it's very interesting, though. So go on there and, and take
0: a personality quiz. And. I want to delve more into, like, I find it interesting, again, that you and I, I'm just using the two of us. Now, again, our families have not mm-hmm. done um, the personality quiz, uh-huh. but we both said that we felt our family members, other than Sydney, I got to figure her out, mm-hmm. but that we fall into the uh, being... Attracted or, uh, yeah, attracted to personalities that are in the head category. Exactly,
1: and And they're more the
0: analyst and the thinkers Mm -hmm. and the. Maybe it's because it's opposites attract. Like you almost need that. Mm -hmm. I need a thinker in my family because I'm not the one doing it.
1: My husband David's definitely a thinker. You know what I mean, and a protector and an analyst and.
0: All that stuff, maybe that's why. Because I guess if there were two of us running around, like as a couple, we would be like, oh, I don't know. Well, we probably wouldn't get a daggum thing done. But then again, you're the perfectionist, so maybe we would. I'd give you the checkbook to balance and all that good stuff. But see, now you can do it online. I don't don't even have to worry about it. Like, that's the other thing, like in school, like with math like i i would be such a terrible student now because i would look at my teacher and say but why am i learning this when i have my iphone i have a calculator right Enough. here i don't need to burn these brain cells for nothing
1: i know i agree i don't i don't want to figure things out for sure yeah. i really don't even though i love tiktok and i'm still learning so I can post and there's a lot that with this whole social media thing that we're doing that we're trying to figure out.
0: Oh gosh. And social media people out there, please help us get us boosted. I don't wanna to have to do any more of those silly dances.
1: Mm. I won, and that's why she's sore over it. Sore? Let's just get it straight. Sore. Sore.
0: No, you're sore over it. Yeah, I am. For sure, you're sore. I'm not, because I I just let my legs go to moving. That's it. But she had her TikTok outfit. <laughs> I did. I tried to look like those girls. So did ah! so I. I Have my TikTok outfit. Yeah, you did. Perfectly imperfect. Yeah. All right. Well, listen. We've had a great time this week. And we yes. hope you've learned something. Please go on and in Google, Enneagram, take your test. Have your loved ones take their test. Yeah. We would love for you guys to reach out to us and tell us what you learned about yourself or somebody, a family mm-hmm. member or a friend. Um... I can't wait for Hayden to get this to edit it. She's going to be like, Mom, I'm so not that one. But I can tell you she is. Um, So I'm excited for everybody to do it. It's fun and it's a great way, especially if you are in a leadership position or a manager Mm -hmm. position at work. It helps you manage the people or even just to work with your coworkers to know what makes them tick or not tick. Like to some people... You know, it may be motive, like a lot of people like the pat on the back or the acknowledgement in public, while other people are like, absolutely do not call my name out in public. I want to be behind (laughs) the scenes, running the numbers, and you can privately let me know how you feel. So it's really good for interacting with your family, your Mm -hmm. friends, and most important really is your relationships in a job where you need to motivate somebody. Yeah. Um, Or to get them to understand you and what makes you tick. It's funny, I was talking to a friend of mine, a guy this morning that I talk to every week in healthcare. And we were talking about personalities. I go, oh my gosh, I just took this test. And um, he was talking about how his boss called him and wanted to change up his sales route at the last minute and he's like no don't make don't go squirrel on me and the boss goes what do you mean go squirrel he goes you know like a squirrel trying to chase nuts around a tree it is not on my sales route for the day i will get to it next week when i can plan it in my Mm sales route and i said well i'm the exact opposite. I am the squirrel with the nuts. I get in my car every day and I'm going all over the place. Like, oh my God, this looks like a fun place to go. Let me run in here and meet, and meet them. So not But like Tabitha, I was saying, my partner that I work with is so much like my friend that I was talking to in Fort Myers today. Because, I mean, if you spring the last minute meeting on her... Mm-hmm. it totally disrupts her day. Like, it throws her into a tailspin when I'm like, I could be driving to West Palm and get a phone call, you're needed in Fort Myers, and I just whip the car around and go on over, like, no big deal. Yeah. So, it, my point is, is like, I know when I'm talking to Tabitha and I have to spring something on her, I soften it to her. Like, Tabitha, I know this is out of your norm today. So, Tabitha. I know it. But, I need, we gotta go do this, or... Can you help me with this? And she's like, oh, okay, sure, I don't mind. But if I just said, well, we just got a phone call, we have to be there, she'd be so upset. Yeah. So it's just good for that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So on that note, we hope you enjoyed our um, podcast for this week. We're looking forward to seeing you all next week. And can you believe, guys, it is already the beginning of October. I don't even know where the month went.
1: Really, I don't. The year.
0: Are you kidding
1: me? Yes, I know. I heard on the news tonight, they're like, don't shoot the messenger, but it's 90 days or until Christmas. Oh, I know.
0: Well, people already have their Christmas uh-huh. stuff up and out. See, I'm not that uh-huh. much of a planner. No. I'm enjoy the moment. Me for too, the moment. about that. Right? Yes. yes. I have my Halloween stuff up right I, now. I have you have to go ball. look at my spooky pictures.
1: I saw them when when we did
0: our TikTok dance. Did you
1: think it was my ancestors? No, I knew. I just didn't comment. I was focused
0: on my dance. So, sorry. All right, everybody. We will see you guys next week. Have a great one. And don't forget...
1: To like. Love. Share.
0: Care. And... I
1: don't know. What?
0: Be nice.
1: Oh, well, she always throws something in. Always
0: be nice. Every single week, Miss... Or what about
1: be kind? That's what I meant. <laughs> That's hey, what I meant. Be <laughs> nice as an it? That did not sound right, like, but be kind, everybody. Be
0: kind. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>